Hello, this is Larry McFlurry from Camels, British Columbia, Canada. On Saturday, March the 1st, almost 2 p.m., Camels, British Columbia, Canada. If you don't know about me and you've never listened to this podcast, um, I have over 20 years' experience inline skating. Um, Mostly aggressively, uh, I have a little bit of slalom experience. I have speed skating experience. I come from a hockey background. Um, I enjoy video recording and video editing. Um, and I'm not that good at skating. Um, I keep it pretty basic. Uh, I enjoy the feeling of rolling. Um, but in terms of technicality, you know, I have a lot to work on. Um, I'm not very good at switch tricks, um, and you know, you can, if you want to ask me questions about my 20 years experience in line skating, uh, aggressively and not aggressively, you can get a hold of me. It's Larry McClary. Larry McClary. Larry McFerry. Larry McFerry. So I had my first skate session of the year yesterday. With Todd, uh, we got to, he got to duck out on work early, and I got to duck out on work early. It all worked out, and it was cold outside, but it was sunny, and the park was pretty much dry. And if you have never skated the Kamloops skate park, it's something to behold. It, it, it has so much wide open space that even the first session of the season is good because um, the, just the feeling of rolling around on it, you can just go really fast without doing tricks and get warmed up and get a sweat on, which actually happened. It felt really good to be skating and sweating, which is insane because it was, it was minus, uh, what is it today? Let me just check here using the dashboard app. Today is minus five, so I think yesterday was about the same, in the minus five to minus two range, um, and it was really windy too, but it felt so good rolling around. We both had brand new setups. We both were in the new liners. Todd's were more broken in their mind because he's been wearing them at work a lot. Um, but yeah, if it's the it's a really good spot to break in skates and just get your get your legs together. And I was saying to Todd yesterday, those first sessions, I end up recording a podcast like clockwork every year around this time because you have to be reminded of it doesn't matter how much you think about skating and how much you visualize skating and how many skating videos you watch. That first session of the year is always really shaky because um, you have such high expectations of yourself and he said as he gets older he doesn't have high expectations but I mean I still do and you have to remember that it takes about three sessions and to to kind of get the feel for skating because you are putting you are attaching wheels to your feet and you're trying to get your brain 
to remember that you are confident with wheels on your feet. So even like that first grind that you try sometimes can be very shaky. Although I must say, um, my, my M12, my V13s, I don't know what I'm going to end up calling them. I want to call them just M12s. I think I might just start calling them M12s. The marketing name is V13, but they are like a M12 with the lower cuff. I don't know. They did feel really good, so my grinds did feel solid. Um, but my point is, you need to be prepared to feel like you suck at skating. Not only that, but you need to keep that inner voice. Don't be so hard on yourself, because I'm sure there's lots of people who don't remember that when they were good at skating, or, or if you refer back to tricks that you've done, or videos that you filmed for, you have to remember that you were skating quite a bit and the weather was nice. And especially November, December, January, at least in Canada and wintry areas, November, December, January, February are pretty standard, not skating very much. So you think of the amount of time there, January, February, or sorry, November, December, January, February, that's almost sometimes like half of a year you're not going to be skating a lot, um, which is really good for the mind and the body, and it's healthy to develop a life outside of skating. Um, so there is power to having time off skating, but just that first session back, it's not, it's not that skating, like if you get angry at skating, it's not that, it's not that you're done with skating or anything. It's just that you suck at skating. And uh, rollerblading has a curse where you watch all these edits and in your mind, you know what it feels like to do the tricks, but it, and when you put your skates on, you just think you're going to be good because you've been watching edits and videos and people make it look so easy. But like I've said, it's, it's, the, it's the hardest thing to make look smooth, but it's also the th yeah, rev the truck, rev the truck. Can't stand that shit in this town. Anyways, it's the easiest thing, it's the hardest thing to make look smooth, but it's also the sport that looks the easiest when you look at it, but it's so hard to get to the level of making it look easy. So you're kind of in an in-between zone a lot of the times. You're either in flow and in the zone, and you're making it look easy and flowy and fun, or you're just trying to figure out how to get back to that point. Anyways, the session was really good. It was about like an hour long. Um, it's important in those first sessions where you come back to keep it really basic. For me, it was sole grinds, front sides, uh, just going around the park very quickly, even like a backside stall, coping felt fucked up. Coping felt really, really, really dangerous. In fact, I don't even, I may have gotten like a front side on coping, but that's something that is, if you're not thinking about coping a lot and not skating it, because even in the last year when we were doing the big wheels filming, I had never touched coping really at all. Um, so, and coping is something that I skate quite a bit. The one quarter pipe on the far side of the skate park, I like going full speed and trying to do a grind into the other side of the quarter pipe. I just haven't been skating coping very much. So that felt the most rusty out of everything else. Um, 
general like skating and maneuvering felt pretty good but like I remember my first backside stall even I almost fell on a backside stall on a three foot quarter and I was an ante too um which feels like shit um I'll dis I'll do my disclaimer here that my background when I got into rollerblading was from hockey was from the feel of ice skating and I started on rec skates like most of us did a lot of people don't start skating on anti-rocker anti-rocker was an aggressive skating invention it wasn't a rollerblading invention it was something that senate made the small wheels or they started using skateboard wheels you know I gotta remember the history of anti-rocker I do I should have done that research before this podcast uh and it would have been filled with more information but me traditionally I love the feel of flat and rockered more so rockered in the later years here because the instantaneous enjoyment of rolling around in rockered uh it's quicker whereas sometimes when you get a new flat setup it feels sticky like frank said in his uh ama the reddit ama which is really good he said flat feels just as bad as anti does to him because he's so used to rockered which is crazy because yeah when a flat setup is new it can feel really sticky um and it takes a little while for it to start to feel good. That aside, I've skated anti a few times. Um, let's see, one, I think when I first started skating, I skated flat most of my skating life, like tricks, aggressive skating. I've skated flat for most of it. I had, um, I gave in to the mind game anti-rocker craze when obviously it would be hard not to skate anti-rocker. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? You checking things out, Lucy? I'm just recording a podcast right now, so if you can go hang out for a little bit, then we'll go for a hike, okay? So just go hang out. You can hang out in here, but you gotta be quiet. Don't look at me like that. Oh, you're listening to the truck? Thanks for the visit. I'll be done soon, okay? I'll be done soon. Thank you. Um, yeah, I skated flat most of my aggressive skating life, career. There's a long way to go, but I feel like uh, Rockard is kind of my favorite. So my, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I gave into the mind game era of, because, uh, you know, Latimer would have been in anti-rocker. Uh, Shima would have been in anti-rocker. I can't remember if John Elliott, I'm pretty sure he was in flat in his wasteland section and his brain fear gone section. I can't remember him skating anti-rocker, maybe in his later sections. A really good point is in his John Elliott's Brain for Gone section, he like jumps over that rail and does that curve towards the camera and then he curves into a Royale to 270 gap. Come on. That curve just made the trick. And that stuff is so awesome. Not that you can't do that in anti, but it just kind of feels shitty. So 
I skated anti around that time, and I skated anti when I had my my really tiny OG remedies. Uh, in the video illusion, I skated anti rocker in fifty fifty frames, and I enjoyed that experience mainly because the frame was so short. So, if I was to skate anti again, the blank frame has a really good length. Uh, Solomon frames has a really good length. The small size fifty fifties. I need to be able to turn quick, um, and so my favorite experience of skating anti-rocker has been on short frames. Again, this is just my experience of skating. My background is ice skating and hockey, so I was thinking about this after after trying anti yesterday. Can you imagine watching an NHL game where everybody on the ice has the middle of their blade cut out, and they just have two blades in the front and the back of their skate, the game would look so choppy and there would be so many weird falls and everything. Obviously, they don't need to grind or anything, but to use that logic and apply it to uh, aggressive inline skating, it, it's, it is funny to think of that. And also my background of skating, I was never really a huge... Uh, tech person, rail or ledge skater. When we had our ledge spot, anti-rocker was pretty fun, um, but we don't even really have ledge spots, and when we did skate handrails in camels, not that anti even really... Anti-rocker is like a fuck yeah kind of um, thing in my head. Just hauling ass at a ledge and royaling it and grinding your frame down, which is... I. I don't, I've never really done that, and I don't intend on doing it, especially now that I'm much older. I don't think I'm going to need anti-rocker in any skating situations. I wanted to try it just because I have been enjoying watching videos. This happens actually every winter. I have a, I have a skate crisis pretty much at the beginning of every season, which isn't bad. Skate crisis can be bad and it can be good. A skate crisis can be good because you're experimenting, right? And I've always been a huge fan of experimenting with different styles of skates. So obviously I've been watching, I'm a sucker for marketing. Uh, I'm a consumer, whether I like it or not. I love trying products. I love uh, trying different things in skates. If there's a new skate that comes out, I'm very intrigued. I wish I had the budget to just get all skates and try all of them and have enough time to give reviews on like every skate. I mean, that's a dream of mine eventually. Lucy, to have a review section on the site where I, I do videos on like every skate that's out there because our skate park is so good. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to give Lucy I'm not going to be able to give a street skating perspective, like grinding ledges and being really good at rails. That was the other point. Handrails and camels, when we skated them, Todd's talked about this before, we would either, we would we would go to the rail and do it a few times, and if we didn't get fucked up, pardon my French, if we didn't fall really hard, then it was a successful day. The idea of sessioning a rail and camels was ridiculous, uh, just because we didn't want to fall really hard, and we did. But we also had successful solid grinds. Um, 
which translated very well to competition skating, might I add. Consistency is important. But I would love to do reviews like at our skate park on every skate. And I could even start with the skates that I do have and talk about everything. But I think this year we're going to be focusing mostly on the how-to videos. And over time, we're going to be, I would love to add reviews and things like that. And also I'll do skate review podcast type things like today I'm going to talk about the the intuition liner a little bit. Um, so back to anti-rocker. Um, my first impressions at the park yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. The reasons, the reason I went back to it was, you know, I've been watching a lot of footage of people in anti-rocker. Also a lot of footage of people in V13s. I really liked all the footage that I've seen in M12 since probably the beginning of time. Um, the last time I bought M12s was kind of a similar situation where I really liked, you know, everybody that I saw skating the skates. I, uh, Ollie Short, Charles Dunkel, um, Mike Lilly. There was Eric Bailey and Julio footage of them skating the skates before when John was kind of like getting Volo started. And I loved all the skating that I saw. It was like the skate almost looked like it was really hard to execute tricks badly. I don't know if there was like integrity built into the skates or history or something. And even prior to that, um, there was a lot of skating that I liked over skating's history where people had M12. So that was the reason I bought them the first time, the Ollie short skates. And I've been loving all of Broskow's footage, obviously, and uh, size more. I love the look of the skate, um, visually, how simple it is, because you can't mess with the classics. Um, even Julio in that edit where he did tricks in the different skates, I loved his tricks in the M12 because it just, it, it's simple, it's small, it's a really sh slim shell. It just looks, uh, it looks good visually and it just looks like it's very light. That was what I remember before. Uh, it's a light, simple shell. So. Um, that was one reason I got, the other reason I got them is cause I, these liners were just, it was killing me that I didn't have any shells to try these liners in. I am going to be finally getting a smaller Seba shell, hopefully in the next week or so, but the same kind of shell that Todd has. Um, and I'll put my frame and everything that I used from the last video on there. But these intuition liners, it was like, I could only just put them on my feet the shells that I have here, they're all too big, right? Because the liners that I would have been skating would have filled these shells out more. So uh, I knew when Leon came by with the liners uh, a few weeks back, he had brought a size nine uh, Volo shell. It could have been a Volo light. And uh, I was surprised that I could get my foot in it because a nine in Volo is tiny. So it was kind of like the combination of seeing all this V13 M12 footage. My history with the skate of M12, I did enjoy my Ollie shorts and I liked the way I skated in them. Um, and this uh, liner. So I ordered some shit. I need to get more descriptive instead of swearing. I made an order from them goods direct from uh, Mr. Julio himself. And got a dirt box sweatshirt and got my skates and then uh, 
That's why. Also because it's winter. So traditionally, I make skate purchases that are bizarre because when you're not skating enough, the way that you imagine skating is different than how you actually do it. So sometimes you don't keep it simple. But experiments, like I said, aren't that bad. Um, so I had a pair of uh, Create Original frames that I used for one session. I find that my my skate intuition, no pun intended, my skate hardware intuition and everything like that is pretty good for all the experience that I've had. I've tried lots of different skates and lots of different wheels and lots of different frames. So if something doesn't feel good right away, um, you just know sometimes there is break-in with things, but some things just don't feel good right away. And I remember I had heard so much about Create Originals, so I tried them. It was probably early last year, at this kind of the start of the season last year. And I was all stoked hearing how good they were for flat and how good they slid and how the groove was. And I remember using them on my rims for one session uh, with flat 57 millimeter wheels. And they felt so hollow and cheap and they just didn't feel good the way that they rolled. I just, I didn't like the feel of them. But I thought if I was trying, I didn't like them so much that I didn't even want to have them as an option. So I gave them to Todd. But then when I got these V13s, I thought to myself, oh man, I got to get those frames back from Todd because they're probably good for anti-rocker. They're not too long. They're a little bit longer than I would want for anti-rocker. Uh, but it looked like they would do the trick. And I had, the last time I tried anti-rocker, I lasted, I think I just put the skates on. Uh, there were blank frames with uh, 60 millimeter wheels and Montre, Denial Montre anti-rockers in the middle. And I think I rolled uh, for 30 seconds and then just took them off or switch my frames because it felt that bad. Um, so I wanted to give it one more chance. So I put my Montre anti-rockers in the middle and I ordered, I just went all up. I wanted to try the, the Alex Broskow setup just to see, I, he's someone who, who has skated anti-rocker almost his whole life, I think. And he's someone who comes from hockey. So I was like, well, he came from hockey and he's been skating anti-rocker. He's also Alex Broskow. So, you know, if you're Alex Broskow or Dustin Latimer, you can make anything look good. You could sell any product. You could skate in any skate because you're that good. And he probably skates every day too. Um, but I, the profile wise on the wheel, the profile was really flat on the bottom, um, which is funny they're almost like skateboard wheels how flat they are and when I pulled my skates out at the park yesterday there was this kid that was like whoa those are like skateboard wheels because they I guess he never saw that rollerblading wheels could have such a flat profile um, and they were really steady for rolling around really solid for uh, toe and heel rolls and just landings they felt really solid um, but I almost ate shit a couple times just from turning um, the wheels do like kind of slide you can kind of slide and swivel on them but in a really dangerous way if you look at the way 
Alex Broskow comes out of fakie to forwards, he goes onto his heels and then he swivels on his heels, if that makes any sense. I like to, when I swivel the forwards, I'm usually in, in flat or rockered and I don't have to lift up my feet. Um, but what, next time you're watching a Broskow section, just notice that he does this little thing where he'll, he'll go onto his heels and then swivel to forwards, almost like a double heel roll, but he'll lift one of his heels up off the ground and he'll keep one of his feet lifted, kind of like pointing up with his arms down. Um, he's kind of like figured out his way to make that transition from, from fakie to forward smooth with the, uh, with the toe lift and his heels are touching. So look out for that. But he doesn't do a lot of, uh, turning, you know, like that John Elliott brain fear gone turn, which I was talking about. That's the kind of stuff that I really like. And, uh, I love the movements and the spaces between tricks more so than the tricks themselves. I love, uh, I love simplicity in grinds, but complexity in rolling, if that makes any sense. So, um, yeah, rolling around on anti again. I, I gave it a full session. I gave it a full session. And, and this brings it back to my original thing. To be honest, it did, it does feel like shit. Like it, for me, it doesn't feel like there's any advantages at all. Um, the lightness of the skates didn't really matter that much. Um, I mean, I had anti-rockers and extra bearings in any way, so I don't know how much of a... Weight doesn't really matter for as much as people talk about it. I think what's more important in skates is the solid feeling. So, like a volo frame is heavy, like, feels like tanks under your feet, feets under your feet. But it feels so solid for landings and for rolling around. And I think especially for aggressive skates, it's important to have like a solid quality feel. And that's where I found uh, Create Originals. They worked better for anti-rocker than they did for flat. Um, but they just don't feel solid. Um, not as solid as, as the Volo frame. The hardware is really shitty too. It's like the bolts almost want to strip when you first put them in. I don't know if probably people use different bolts who know those frames very well. Um, I am still really interested in trying the, the suspension frames. Um, so I am going to support and represent when those come out, but so far, um, not a fan of, of create originals. Um, so the lightness didn't make a difference. Obviously, the solidity and profile of that wheel helped a little bit. The wheel was, if they were poured the same place as undercover were, um, the wheel was felt fast. I'm not sure if it was that the liner made the skate faster, because you'll know what I'm, it sounds ridiculous that I say a liner makes a skate faster, but you'll know what I mean when you try the liners. They're almost surprisingly fast. Uh, when you first start skating them. It sounds ridiculous, but trust me. Um, so the wheel, the actual feel of the wheel felt really good and really fast and solid. I, I, 
If the dead wheels are poured, yeah, the same place as undercover and street artist, it would make sense that they're very quality. Um, and what else? Yeah, it, uh, anti-rocker honestly just felt like I was missing wheels that, that were important in my skating experience. Just felt like I was missing my middle wheels, which is true, but it's not in a, it's not in a celebratory way that I'm missing my middle wheels. It's kind of in a, in a depressing way. Um, I think it's something that you could get used to, but for me, to bring it back to the beginning, my history and experience of skating, I don't, I don't need torques and backfires and royales and things. It's not, and I can do those things in a flat frame with a small groove, like the follow frame, shallow groove. Um, I don't know. I keep it pretty basic for my grinds. I've, I've never been a huge fan of like balancing out a super long grind and waving my arms all over the place. Not that everybody does, but all the things that I was thinking of that I want to do if we film an edit was like sweat stance and backslide and stuff like this. I can do all that stuff. I don't get anti-rocker almost makes the feeling of the trick before and after worse. So you know, I can see how it's good for some people. And this also brings up the point that like the idea of of arguing about what's better is the same like it's the same stupid like skateboarding rollerblading argument. Just pick what's best for you based on what feels the best. Um for anti or freestyle or flat or rockered and you'll figure it out you'll figure it out from there so i think some people's experience of growing up skating has been completely on anti-rocker so they should stick with anti-rocker and there's some people whose experience of skating has been flat and they should probably stick with flat but either or should experiment a little bit just to see where the other person's coming from and be like no I tried it it's not for me and then give some reasons on why they like it more so um, I like rockered because this the actual act of skating feels better I can do turning things um, the spaces between tricks like the approaches and the landings um, it's more fun that way um the i can still do all the grinds that i want to do and usually do in rockered um the most important one for me the most important point is that instantaneously my skates feel really good when i put them on so like if you ever get to try a pair of rockered skates it makes you feel like a kid how you can uh the feeling of rolling, it kind of reminds you of that feeling of when you first tried rollerblades that, that it, it puts you in, in carves easily and it makes you want to turn and everything. And there's some subtle things with rocker going in and out of tricks, like even jumping that anti-rocker, you have to keep your stance really, um, specific, like solid, solid stance going into a trick which by the way is i fucked up my wrist on the quarter pipe because of anti-rocker normally when i come up to a back this is dumb anyway because honestly shouldn't have been skating coping 
Um, I should have given myself more time to get used to the setup, but I didn't. Lucy. Lucy. Come on, come on. Um, this is related to the point of like how you go into tricks, right? So I have a theory. I mean, I only have myself to blame that I fell really hard on my wrist. I'm hoping that it's just a really bad sprain. Um, Lucy, I've bruised it before and I've hyperextended it before, but this one seems like there could be something more serious, but I'll wait it out. I've been icing it, I've got a splint, ice on my wrist. Not the hip hop kind. Wasn't that funny. Digress. Um, the way I go into a back royale on coping in rocker or flat, it's there's a subtle thing that I imagine myself doing that when I f think of the way a back royale feels, not the actual back royale, but the way I go into it, is that my skate. If you imagine yourself going up to coping kind of on an angle, that there's a little bit of a swivel to the... Holy Lucy, can you give it a rest? What's barking gonna... Barking doesn't help anybody. It's such a selfish act. The dog gets a uh, rush of endorphins because they go... It's not helping anybody. So there's this subtle swivel that I do going into the back royale. And uh, normally, even, even though I shouldn't be skating coping for the first session, especially if I haven't been skating coping the last year, I shouldn't be skating coping. But I remember the reason I almost fell on the backside stall is because I was an anti and that in Rockard, a backside stall is almost a better example. In Rockard, I kind of swivel into the backside stall while I'm on the quarter pipe, if that makes any sense. And in ante, you're almost like, you have to either lift up your toes when you do that, or you have to jump. So because I haven't been skating anti-rocker long enough, I, I would try and do the swivel and then stick and kind of flail a little bit. So when I was trying to do this, back royale. Even when I was trying to do backsides, I kept messing up on them and not getting them because uh, of the ante. And it's because of the swivel thing that I do up on the quarter pipe. So I was going up for a full speed back royale like a dumbass because, oh, I'm so cool. I've been skating a long time, but look at how good I am. I can do a, a full speed back royale. It probably wasn't even full speed. And I did that thing, but I stuck kind of... Um, Normally where I would swivel into the back royal on the coping, I just kind of did this dumb jumpy thing and still tried to stick the grind and just landed uh, on my wrist like straight into the, the concrete on the flat part of the quarter pipe. And it was like that pukey, uh, you're seeing stars and you feel super dazed and you almost want to puke because you've just shocked your body so hard. And normally when I do fall, it's, it's in a way that's more predictable because I do fall all the time and I fall pretty hard, but I have ways of, um, 
I don't know. I just have little saves and things where, yeah, it hurts, but I can still skate, which I did after this one, but it was like after we were done skating, my wrist felt really fucked up. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it's not a fracture. Um, if it still hurts on Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to have to go in and get it x-rayed. But um, first of all, I only have myself to blame, but... I'm going to blame the anti-rocker second and then third I'm going to blame that I was being punished that I didn't that I kind of ducked out on work early and went skating but it was nice outside and the park was dry what can you do it was supposed to be minus 12 this weekend so you know what can you do um but the session was really good I, I said to Todd, the first session your goal should be to do at least three things that you're proud of or a couple things and you get enough of a positive reinforcement from your body and mind that like, oh, we can do this. And then you can carry those things into the next session. So I did some really nice uh, Macchios. I did a nice little zero alley-oop sole. These are all like messing around tricks. Um, I did like a wall, wall ride-y thing to heel roll to wall ride back in. Felt really good. And it's going to feel even better now that um, I'm going to ditch the anti-rocker and go back to rocker. Sorry, anti-rocker. Uh, it's not working out. Might have a fling again sometime, but, um, you make skating less fun. From Joey. So back to the reason I got the liner or the reason I got the skates. Um, I want to try this liner in a bunch of different shells hopefully over the next while uh so the v13 is the first shell that i'm experiencing it with the thing that's really crazy about the new liners the new intuition liners is that any skate if you take the liner out and you put your foot inside of the shell this is obviously talking about any skate shell based skate not um not Skates with a liner built in like Carbons or uh, the Richie skates, you know, Carbon Freeze, K2s. You won't be able to use this product in those boots. But if you can fit your foot in the shell with no liner, so just your bare foot or with socks or whatever, then you should be able, in theory, to fit the intuition liner, like fit into the intuition liner in that boot, which is insane because like a size nine V13, I posted a picture of it compared to the shells that I skated in big wheels. And these boots are tiny. They are so small. They're more like a seven. Um, and, and when I first, you know, when you first put your foot in, Obviously, because there's six millimeters of foam all around in the Intuition Liner, it feels really tight. But skating yesterday, there was no, <laughs> there was like no pain or pressure points or anything. The only thing was I hadn't eaten in a while, so my toes were cold, which means that the that the ventilation works. Um, I can't, I still can't get over that my foot fits in that shell. It was crazy, like the skates are so tiny on my feet um, and they feel really good. I'm stoked to try them. Ow. I'm stoked to try them uh, with the rocker setup with the Volo frames. Um, yeah, cause they just, they felt amazing. Um, 
where was I going with that? Oh, uh, I decided to, um, at first, just to get them more broken in, I took the power wrap. So in the pictures, you'll see there's that gold piece um, that wraps around the skates kind of for more ankle support um, above and below, which is amazing because it, it fits really well in all shells now that they've built that piece in. The last line of the Aqua, um, it was so thin at the top that when you would close your shell, it needed kind of more ankle support. Um, so it's an amazing addition. There's two kinds. There's the gold one is like the soft one, and then it comes with a hard piece that when you knock on it, it, it with your knuckles, it makes like a... I wish I had it and you could hear. I think the... The black one is super supportive and the gold one is kind of like a soft support. But um, yeah, I, I took that off. It's Velcro, so you can take it off. And it's just a super thin liner in this V13. Um, and the way that it's packed out already is just any little screws or anything on the skates, the foam will kind of figure out how to pack in with your foot. And every any little weird thing on your foot It'll pack out properly. So what I'm gonna do is just skate it without power wrap. That's the gold thing. Let it let it pack out a little bit and then put the power wrap back in because right now uh, on the V13, it's so thin at the top that I put it at the maximum buckle setting. Um, but it feels really good. So what I'm excited about is that, and I took the shock absorber out too. I just you can skate, what I'm excited about is you can skate this liner super minimal if you want because the extra components are Velcro. So you can take the, um, I took the shock absorber off because V13 M12 already has a heel lift obviously, right? And then I took the power wrap off so it's just this thin six millimeter foam liner with some laces on it um, that fits perfectly in the super slim boot. But let's just say if I went to a different boot I can put and I want it to pack out more in the ankle area because the width of the closure on the top is different I can put the power wrap on and if the skate doesn't have any shock absorption or heel lift you can put the the heel insert on it's pretty exciting I want to be able to try it with like a bunch of different shells um, just to see you know what I prefer but um, it's going to bring life to so many different pairs of skates for people. It's just, I think it's going to be really important. What I said, it, it's not going to work. If, if I was to try and skate this liner in the shell that I skated in big wheels, it's just going to be sloppy. Like you need, this is designed for like precise fit for your boot. Um, so I think sizing information should be coming up pretty soon and I gotta finish the video, the little information video, but hopefully I get it done this weekend. I'm recording this podcast instead of working on it right now. Um, but the sizing information should be up soon. And I think Shop Task is at the Motor City Shakedown and Shop Task is gonna be at uh, the powwow and it's Eric. Eric will be there. Eric Burrows. I hope I said that right. Eric Burrow. Um, and he's going to have liners and Sebas to try. So try it. See what you think. Try it for yourself. 
You don't have to listen to me. Make up your own mind and traveliner. Um, but I think it's going to be important to, like, if you think of the ski shop, right? There's boot fitters and things like that. It's really important to get your sizing right for this because it's just not going to feel good if your shell is too big. Um, and it's just not, it's not going to be good. Like this, if I was skating the 10 Roses shell with this liner, skating wouldn't be fun. It just would not be fun. You know, I wish there were more shops everywhere with educated people that could help the person get the right skate. Because I still like get things wrong. And I've been skating for a long time and trying different skates and I still get sizing things wrong. So I wouldn't have known that I was in the wrong shell last year. And it wasn't that I was in the wrong shell, it's just that I probably could have fit in the smaller shell. Um, but obviously the liner that I had, the aqua, was the foam was really thick in the toe, and they changed that now. It's three millimeters instead of six. So the break-in time is, is less just based on that. Um, I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about. I just want to stress again, uh, the importance of 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 experimenting with different skates whether you can buy old skates off of ebay or if you're like me and you haven't thrown out a lot of your skates and you have old boots and things and you have parts that you can put together um it's it's so cool that rollerblading doesn't have like a standard piece of hardware really we have so many different uh, frames to choose from and wheels to choose from and setups and now liners I'm pretty sure this liner I can't it's gonna become standard it's I think this liner is gonna become standard it's that good so obviously there are other liners to use um, there's different shells there's different buckles and cuffs and things like that there's skates where people could prefer not having a liner at all and having the liner built in which does feel really good too um, USD, K2, uh, Seba all offer skates with the liner built in, which I do like those for certain kinds of skating. But just trying a bunch of different skates is so amazing because you'll, you'll realize that there's no, like, keeping it simple is good because, uh, then you don't get overwhelmed with choices, but trying different things is really good too because you might find just that sweet spot of preferences that you don't want to skate anything else for a long time. Because um, I, I don't know, I even have preferences for like people who make sections and that I've grown up watching their skating. Like I have preferences for where I thought their skating was the best in a specific kind of skate. I don't know, I find that stuff interesting. But experimenting is good because you can stumble across really good combinations of things like skate scientists, right? Um, and then lastly, how uh, how those the profile of those Broscow wheels is really flat on the bottom. I also have a pair of CJ undercover wheels where the profile is really round and they're 60 millimeter. And the Broscow wheels are 58, and I was thinking of trying a rockered setup with the CJs in the middle with the super rounded profile, and then the Broscows on the outside with the super flat profile. And that made me like think about, 
I haven't even experimented much with wheel profiles and rockering. I wonder if people know anything about this because you don't have to have the same wheel profile on your middle wheels and outside wheels. So that's an interesting thing. There's just so many options that you can do to experiment with. So I'm probably going to try that. I don't know if it'll feel like shit or if it'll feel good. Um, traditionally, I try and use the same profile even when I skate rockered. But maybe I'll try that. Because I did like the way that this super flat profile felt for t uh, toe and heel rolls. I c it kind of made sense why Broskow's uh, toe and heel rolls are so solid. Because it's that flat profile. Anyways, I've been talking a lot. I'm thirsty. <sighs> Thank you for listening. And enjoy your Saturday weekend day commute. Whatever. And... Uh, that's pretty much it, isn't it? It is.